For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you got me only solo tonight. This is Daryl. What's happening? It's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. Wow. I think one of the, this day should be celebrated because it's a great day. One of the greatest quarterbacks in the history retired. I mean, Peyton Manning has, has gone down. He has to go down as being one of the greatest quarterbacks in modern-day history for sure. And he has the championships to back it up. You know, and I, I heard um, we talk about all the records that Peyton, that Peyton Manning has, but I think one that probably sticks out the most to me is that I heard today that he is one of only two players to beat every team in the NFL. Now, that has to be quite an, quite an accomplishment, one of only two players to do that. And the other player is Brett Favre. And, um, and, uh, and Brett Favre, to my recollection, only has one uh, Super Bowl championship, and Peyton Manning has two. Um, but, you know, not to say that he, one is greater than the other, but Peyton Manning has to be greater, in my opinion, because of uh, not only the records that he holds, um, he went to the Pro Bowl what, 14 times. This guy played in the league 18 years. My goodness. Um, three-time passing leader. Uh, you know, th- he, he, did, he just did so much. Um, but... He had this isn't this is the changing of the guard that I've talked about a couple times on the show because it's just a matter of time before we see what we'll be saying in in, in another two years, maybe three years, um, about Tom Brady, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, and he's probably going to come behind um, Peyton Manning and break some of his records. And some people are saying in their mind, Tom Brady is a better quarterback, is an even greater quarterback than Peyton Manning because he has the championships to back it up. But and I'm not, I'm not, but however, this is Peyton Manning's day, and let's give him credit for um, this being his day. And Peyton, congratulations uh, on your retirement. Um, I think uh, I think you're going to do some even greater things for the NFL. I'm, I'm almost sure that you're going to someday, real soon, um, be an owner of some franchise and probably help some franchise even um, um, direct them to um, going to a Super Bowl. I, I, I see you being around the league for a long time. Uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily see you packing it up, but that's not a bad idea either, Peyton. When you have kids, young kids, and I saw your your young children on television a while back, maybe it's time to to 
take a break and, and step back from the game 10 years, raise your kids, help your son um, get ready for his um, career, whether whatever it may be, whether it's athletics or um, or something else. But um, it might be it might be time for you to to make a move, just to take a break, step back from this game. Hey, guys, um, Lovey Smith has become a college football coach. And I mean, this this almost it almost hurts my feelings that Lovey Smith. Uh, has has resigned himself to to college football. I don't I don't I don't like that. I think I think Lovey Smith he, he should not be stepping back to college football. If anything, go be a, a defensive coordinator in the NFL again, Lovey. And uh, and I and I hate to tell people what to do, but I just really we we just have so little um, room to lose. As far as black coaches, and when we lose one to to the NFL, it's just hard to replace Lovey Smith in the NFL. It's just it's just really really difficult for him to be replaced in the NFL. And I, I don't, and I think once you go, it's hard to come back. And not maybe not for Lovey Smith, but I, I don't know. Um, I, I I don't I, I don't like this. I think um, Illinois is getting a good coach. And Lovey Smith, you know, maybe he he's he's stepping into something that he's not so familiar with um, because he has been around the NFL for so long. Uh, I'm I'm not so sure if this is something that he wants. And and trust me, Illinois is not Alabama. Illinois is not in the SEC. And you know, nothing taken away from this program. And I wish him well. I wish him all the well, all the best. But I just don't see um, Illinois. As being, I don't I don't see them as um, as being the the place that Levy Smith um, wants to call. I don't see that as being the place Levy Smith is going to be calling home. Yep. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
We're getting a jump start to the 2016 deer season this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And here's the lineup. Bill Gorman of L.L. Bean's Guide to the Outdoors. Christian Berg, editor of Peterson's Bowhunting. And Growing Deer TV's Dr. Grant Woods will all weigh in on the current whitetail status and need to prep to have a successful fall harvest. And it's presented by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, we're just giving Peyton Manning all his accolades. But hey, let's don't forget, five-time NFL MVP. Now, hey, this, this guy has done it all, man. I mean, four-time AFC champion. Um, uh, one time he was a Super Bowl MVP. His first Super Bowl, he was a Super Bowl MVP. Two-time Super Bowl champion. And hey, guys, we got uh, we got Vince on the line from a lot of their events. What's happening? Hey, how you doing, Mr. Oliver? Hey, loving life, man. Every second of this life I got, I'm trying to love it, baby. You know, I, I, how things happening down there in Fort Lauderdale in, in the southern part of our great state. You know, it's spring break now, so all the kids out there on the Fort Lauderdale beach hanging out, and I was trying to figure out why the Rams players came down this way to hang out. And now I understand he came down here to South Beach to hang out on the best beach in the world, I guess. Oh, you you talking about old Tay Mason. I don't know, Tay Mason, he... He ran a 75 and a 35 in Lauderdale and refused to get out of the car. You know the, um, um, the uh, what's that, um, BSO, Broward County Sheriff yeah. Department? Yes. I know they say, they say they, they, they sprayed it with that with the mace and uh, he got out of the car then. I, they they going to get you out down here because <laughs> one thing right down here, you come down here on vacation, but you leave on probation. <laughs> you will have to. That's why Stacy became the police. They stacked the police. Yeah, that's you're right. Yeah, you know, these guys, man, they, they have to understand. Uh, I'll never forget, me and my daughter was at a football game one time, and she said, Daddy, you look like all these other guys down here. Khaki <laughs> shorts and a polo shirt. I said, yeah, baby. I'm trying to look like everybody around there. I ain't trying to stand out. But these guys go and go, come to these neighborhoods with a $300,000 car and want to buy a $40, $40 bag of weed. Come on, man. You know, you stand out like a sore thumb when you're when you rolling like that. It don't make no sense. He's lucky to be living down there and day riding like that and taking chances. And he got a career to do. You know, I don't understand him myself. You know what I mean? But sometimes they forget and get complacent. Forget and get complacent. Forget. You, well, you, you read to me, you have to be at the top of your game all the time. Especially when you have a little money in your pocket. And especially when, you know, people people yeah. are out to, 
to make an example out of you in a lot of cases. And, and he, he, he really got made an example out of it. And this is not the first time he's got caught up with this little weed and, and involved with the law. You understand what I'm saying? Well, they're not going to give him a bypass. That's one thing about down here. You ain't really getting no bypass. And like you just said, if you wearing a million-dollar car and you riding a Volkswagen, they want the million-dollar car down for a lot of them. If you ain't doing no trouble, they want to know what are you doing anyway. You know what I mean? I remember times when Mike used to come get us and me, you, Ben, and all other guys used to hang out. And they always thought we were hustling. But one thing about it, we know how to go to school, go to work, and appreciate what we got. That's why we're still out here today. And so God bless all of us to be good people and do the right thing. And hopefully look here, we still drive them to be able to become successful people like we did and understand the street thing, what it is, how you do it. Hey, but uh, Vince, what about the Hollywood police on this Tay Mason? You know, um, this 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 don't make no sense, man. When you when you think you can drive seventy five miles an hour in a in a thirty five miles per hour zone, you really begging for the police or some authority to look at you and stop you. And if you're riding dirty, why in the world would you be speeding at an excess of seventy five miles per hour in a thirty five mile per hour zone? He probably thought he was in California. It had to be. Or maybe he thought he was on I-95. I don't know. Uh, he thought he was on the turnpike somewhere. It had to be. But he he better ride right down here. He going to be in Fort Lauderdale, Brown County, Sheriff Department. There he yeah. got no problem, no problem taking you in. He's going to be an athlete. He's going to be anything. They don't care. They want the money. So, you know, I feel bad for the guy, but I hope he go out of this here and become a better person. Well, let me give you another example. You know, um, Brock Oswaller, he's the quarterback that's going to be taking Peyton Manning in place. Oh, now, yeah. there's a videotape of Brock Oswaller coming from a, a show and going to a pizza place just to pick up a pizza to take on with some friends. And uh, Brock Oswaller is leaving the pizza joint. And so people, start, people recognize him. And they started heckling him. You understand what I'm saying? And, they, and one, of the, one of the ladies actually put her hands on Brock Oswalder. And he just basically put his hand out and kind of like said, hey, 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 go on, go on, go on. We're just trying to get to our car with this pizza. Leave us alone. Man, then they push his old lady. And basically, he, he's walking away. A guy comes and push him in the back, right? He's still holding uh -huh. on to the pizza. Brock Oswald is basically saying, come on, let's, let's just get in the car, let's just get in the car, let's just get in the car. They finally get in the car and leave. They call, somebody call the police, right? Now, let's rewind that whole situation. We, 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 we rewind that whole situation. Pretend that that's, um, that's Pac-Man Jones coming to get a pizza with his old lady and some of his partners, and they start heckling him. Pac-Man Jones, you a loser. You lost the game yeah. for Cincinnati in the playoffs. You a loser. What yeah. is his reaction going to be? Is it going to be, I'm going to, now maybe this is the old Pac-Man Jones, because Adam Jones may do a little different now. 
But my point is, it's a lot of athletes, man, will not handle that situation like Brock Oswalder did. And he got his he got his his crew out of there before it escalated into something real serious where he was coming out the pocket because it was almost like if you see this video, you can almost see these people trying to bait him into hitting them or doing something to him so they can get paid. Now, they do that now. They, they think we want to do that. Well, he played quarterback, so he's smart enough to come out of that situation. He, he's just trying to get to where he need to be from A to B. As long as the ball get there at the house, he get his job. But if the ball ain't at the house, he don't make it home, then it's a problem. You know what I mean? It didn't escalate from a little problem to a major problem. You know what I mean? And I, 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 I want to thank you, too, Mr. Oliver, because Y'all been on the radio for a lot of, a little while now, and, and I remember when y'all first started. You had been talking about it, and I congratulate y'all for that. Hey, I appreciate that, uh, Vince. I, I I really do. I I, mm-hmm. I really I really appreciate that a lot. Uh, oh no, uh, that, that, that that real love. Yeah, I really appreciate giving it to y'all because I'm glad y'all stood in there, hung in there. I did hey, Mike on this show. Okay, you, know, you keep talking about Mike, and see the people out there may not know who you're talking about, and you not, you know, sometimes you have to say the first and the last name, and you okay, talk about well, Michael just, Irving, you know, one of the well, greatest. Listen, we on, since we on the radio, I can say the main name, Michael Irving, the football player, Dallas Cloud was Hall of Fame. This is Michael Irving, a friend of mine. I and Michael Irving is probably the most famous athlete that come from Fort Lauderdale, and in recent history, for are. sure. Yeah, he's he's legendary without question, and one of my teammates for um for three years, as a matter of fact. Um, oh yeah, I forgot he was playing with Mike. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I like to shout out to Mike and his family, and you know what I mean. I, I had last time I saw him was at the funeral, but he's doing great now, and I appreciate it. That's good. Hey, while we got you on the line, Vince, I want to ask you another question, man. Um, what's up with this? Uh, you know, the Dolphins look like they're getting ready to cut. This dude, uh, Brent Grimes, they're releasing them. And uh, his I think his wife had a lot to do with it, man. I mean, you remember not long ago, she was fighting with the police in the parking lot yeah, at yeah, the Dolphin yeah. Stadium. And then uh, she was arrested for disorderly conduct. She had a Twitter rant where she just talking all kind of crazy stuff on the Internet. You know, and um, this year, this dude was scheduled to make $6.5 million from the Dolphins. And it's, it's a terrible thing that, that if his wife had anything to do with that, I think that's. Yeah. I think that's just. It's, I it's think bad. first of all, the police took it a little too far. If she, they had a place where she should have been, they should have had security there. And then once security, that security facility did their off limits. But at the same time, you can't tell a person after they don't walk way around the corner and they got to go to the bathroom or trying to go to lunch spot, and they still are spanning the stadium, and then they ain't got nothing to tell you that it's a private area. And then not even just that, that's one of the Dolphin players' wife. I take my hat off to the way they embarrass her and then drop the charges because that's how Miami Police Department do. But at the same time, you know, the Dolphins look at the, the opposite side of the ball, which they need help on the field. And they worry about the thing on the outside like that, which, you know, they could have pulled him to the side and keep him as a great player. And that's why they can't get off the ground because every time they get somebody good, they don't want to pay. They want to kick them in the back. And then they show paid the wrong man quarterback. 
They can use that money for that here to get somebody else who about five more players and split it with them and become successful. And the team's doing good on defense. The offense can't put no points on the ball. And every week they got different receivers. Y'all, they, they getting used receivers. They, they didn't look in the, they, they, they either go in the draft and grab some, uh, trades, uh, picks, uh, anything better what they keep grabbing. And then I'm gonna tell you quiet as it kept. If I was, that's what turned me off against the dog for all my years in Fort Lauderdale and Miami. Because they don't draft the boys out of the universe of my, I feel that, it, and that's so true. I, I would really appreciate them and love the Dolphins. That's why Termi always gets the Dolphins business. For real. And I'm going to keep it real with that. I tell anybody. They don't, you look at the draft, they overlook the U.M. players. And U.M. And, got more players in the NFL than anybody. And I think you it's, and I mean? I, I'll tell you the reason I think it's been that way for a very long time is because um, for, a, for a long, long time, time University of Miami was bigger than the Dolphins. I mean, the, the Hurricanes football team was much, much bigger than the Miami Dolphins in the city of Miami and nationally. Yeah. And so it almost you made right. them look bad to select a, a Hurricane players, in which it would have helped them. Seemed like the Miami Hurricanes should have yeah. been the feeder program for the Miami Dolphins. Oh, the Miami a lot of these Dolphins. guys, like Sam Shields, didn't even get drafted. And my, yeah. the Miami Dolphins should have been looking at him since he was a freshman saying, hey, this kid is an yeah. athlete. We need him. Yeah. I don't understand that. Look, 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 look at the, look at the, um, the boy just um, coming out of um, Miami the the the, the, the full right, the tailbite. It, 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 that, that Duke Johnson, he, he get overseas knowing they need a running back from the hometown. Yes. Let's look at a they few of these free agents that that the yeah. that the Dolphins have overlooked, like Alan Hearns, the best receiver on the Jaguars team right now. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Uh Chantrell yeah. Henderson, who who is the best yeah. offensive lineman on the um on the Buffalo Bills right now. Didn't get drafted, man. I mean, these yeah. are guys that don't even get drafted that the Dolphins are they're right next door to this team. They gotta be, have a first hand look at these players. And and you're right, they, for some reason or another, they don't go out of their way to um to make the Miami Hurricanes uh, a big part of that of that Miami Dolphin uh, organization. Hey Vince, before we let you go, man. Um, well, Mr. Allen, I wanna say one more thing. I, I wanna talk about the Hurricane coach. Mark Rick. Uh, Rick, I think that's a good choice. I think that's a good choice. I think you can see Miami back on the map now. Uh, and he's a real good coach from Georgia. I don't think they could have got a better coach. And I would love to see this year go by because now you're going to see the boys in Florida stay in Florida. You know what I mean? They not gonna be going elsewhere. I see. I'm. 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 I'm looking at our Florida boys, especially in my neighborhood, where um, um, Nick Saban will come get our boys. Got our boy way up in Alabama, and they don't know supposed to be nowhere close to that cold. Ain't no cold up in, in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> you know what I mean? I believe it. with the tide. I feel you. I bet you, you know, won't be getting no both. 
But a lot that, of times, um, wild boy finna come in now. They finna go to UM now. We finna get back on the map and tell Florida State, here we come. Uh huh. Yeah, I think that's gonna be the show this year. But anyway, if you get a chance to make it down to this end, you tell everybody be safe, be careful, cause. The police is out there on Fort Lauderdale Beach and Miami Beach for the spring break, and they down there partying like it's rock star. You know what I mean? They down there partying now. It take an hour for the bus just to get to the beach in Fort Lauderdale. Hey, you know I know I mean? because it's spring break. You know, I was looking at some yeah. hotels um, down there uh, a while back for for next week. They wide open. It's just so expensive, it's unbelievable. Because hey, this is the heart of the tourist season for our state, and um, and and be honest with you, uh, we should be happy about it. You know, uh, people come yeah. and flood our state, and, and we we should be happy about it because this is what yeah. makes our taxes low. This is what um, yeah. a, a lot of taxes that we don't pay. Some other people around America have to pay. So um, hey, let's we, let's rejoice and be happy. These people are down here spending that money too. That's what they come down here for. They come down here and spend yeah. that money, baby. You know, the hotel's loaded. They expensive. You know, come on, man. Gasoline is cheap now, so the, the roads are just full. I-95 is loaded all the way down, all the way throughout the whole state of Florida, from Jacksonville to um, to, 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 to US-1. 95 is full. Yeah. And make sure you tell everybody to reach out and vote this year because Hillary need to be there. And go ahead and win this thing again because we at least we know if she wins, we have jobs. Because we're in the prop, we you know, took all the good jobs. There were no jobs at. Oh, hey, uh, Vince, this so, ain't that kind of party. You know what I'm saying? But, 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 hey, if anybody, we're going we're gonna, to. I mean, we're going we're gonna to give Hillary a shout-out. we got to give Uncle Bernie a shout-out. Uncle Bernie say if we can pay for K-12, through 12, we can pay for K-16. through 16. I would agree with that, Uncle Bernie. Hey, but hey, Vince, man, hey, man, thanks for giving us a call on Sports Info, you and radio show. You always welcome to call. Give us a call. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. Please, don't hesitate. Okay. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And I would like to give a shout-out to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and the crew in the University of Miami. We love you. But Ted Burley, he stopped trying to do all those flips over there when the hurricane went. He's going to hurt himself. He's going to do it by the hurt himself. Tell him he's going to stay living. Stop the flip. <laughs> all right, all right, Hey, we'll okay. talk to you. We'll holler at you next time. Appreciate it. Okay, D. Hey, the Heat five oh five straight wins. We back. We back, baby. Yeah, we back. I see you, man. God bless. Thank you. God bless you, Vince. Hey, we got George on the line. Um, George, what's up, George? Hey, Daryl. How you hey, doing? Hey, doing real good, man. Um, you know, today is a a, a sad day. Um, you know, um. Ronald Ronald Reagan's wife um, passed away, and yeah. um, Peyton Manning is uh, is retiring today. You know what I yeah. mean? You know, but tomorrow's so, a good day because it's my birthday. <laughs> and tomorrow's your birthday. You know, we'll yeah. always know that the day after the day after Peyton Manning retired was your birthday, yeah. George. Right. Yeah. Big one, 60, 60. 60 on the calendar, but 39 in holding biologically. Wow, man, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. 
You know, I went to the doctor today and got my checkup. My doctor said I'm doing good. He, but I did gain four pounds from last year. I was a little disappointed in that, George. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta, you know, like the home game here. You got, you gotta go for the uh, for the peanuts and stay away from the pretzels. I remember that. I really don't do a lot of chips, but I, 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 I you're right. I, I love the peanuts too, and I do, do need to eat more peanuts. Need well, yeah, eat the mixed nuts. The, the peanuts are actually tubulars; they grow under the ground, but still good. But you know, all the cashews and pecans; those all have good fats, good for your heart. Yeah, I'm a cashew stores. guy. I like I, I buy the cashews, buy the big cans. Yeah, and I keep them at my house. But hey, George, now, did, you, um, did you catch Peyton Manning's speech? I I did, I did. Yeah, that was something. I thought that was something too. Yeah. Do you do you think he really wanted to retire, or you think that in some way, shape, or form, he was forced to retire? Um, I think when he got, I think it's probably a combination. When it got to the point, I think in that time frame where he was, those weeks he was injured, that he got to see. Hey, you know, this defense is really coming on. This is top defense. This is going to the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, if I just play, don't make mistakes, stay within myself. And then you start to look at John Elway. It said when he was trying to get to the point to where, you know, his body just wouldn't hold up. I don't think anyone wants to stop playing. But um, I think it's probably got to that point where he realized physically could he perform to the level that you know the team needed to have him perform in order to to contribute. Or was he just going to, it's going to be another injury next year and set out three or four games? And the odds of going out with another Super Bowl, I mean, you can't pick a better scenario. You know, so I think he was just. I think it just hit that point. He probably talked to his dad, and his mother, and his relatives, and they probably said, "Look, you know, if you you've only been to a few of them, you won, and you just you just won your second one." Why not right off into the sunset? You know, people always remember, always remember Jim Brown. You know, he retired in his prime. Was he 29, 30 years old? Yeah. Nine years. But those last couple of years, Johnny Unitas hobbling with the Chargers and Joe Namath yeah. with the Rams. You know, O.J. You wanna... Simpson playing for the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you don't want to see him broken down. And Yeah. And, uh. I think probably his family said, "Look, could you eat out another year? But do you want to have a, you want to miss half it with injuries, or you know, go out on top?" I thought it was kind of neat too the way his his speech was so well prepared, just like he prepared for every football game. You know, he didn't leave anybody out. He gave a whole history from the beginning uh, to the end. You can see all the passion he had in how much the game meant to him. I think any of us that played on any level, you know, and I think it's. Uh, like he said, what he'll miss the most. I'm sure you'll concur too. It's not necessarily the wins or the uh, the excitement of playing, but it's those relationships, those friendships, that bond you have with your, with your teammates. That stuff you go through, uh, highs and lows. That uh, yep. you know you don't go through that with anybody else. Except maybe your you know, your wife and your kids and your own family. Other than that, you know that's something you'll never never uh, replicate. And then when it's when it's done, it's done. I think you're that right. That reminds me of that, that movie, Field of Dreams. I don't know if you remember when the, they had the young slugger they picked up and uh, and then the kid fell off the bleachers. And he and he was he, and inside the, inside the baseball diamond, he was still young. But as soon as he stepped out, 
you know, he was the old doctor again. You know, once you step across the white lines, that's it. Yeah, you got to make sure you're ready to go. It's no, pretty much no going back. You know, but yeah, uh, yeah I thought it was uh, maybe one of the best uh, retirement speeches ever. Well, you know, what would you expect from Peyton Manning? You know what I mean? And I guess, I, what do you what do you think about this? Um, the sex scandal that he's involved in from 1996, and and the yeah, PED I mean, scandal. Was he shooting somebody to the moon? To me, it gets back to this. It maybe called me an old uh, a chauvinist, and maybe the females in us may think that. But you know, when I was playing in the training room with the trainers, it was all men. You, know, you walked in with your towel on, halfway on, halfway off. You get treated by the trainers and. And now it's, you know, the women are in the training room and you know, this and that. And I don't know if he was, was he was shooting a teammate of Moon and there was a female trainer there or something like that. That's, that's, that's how the story goes. Yeah. No, he's yeah. 19 years old. I think back in when I was 19 years old, I didn't, really wasn't quite uh, yeah. doing smart yeah. things. In fact, yeah. you know, actually in, in brain development, the frontal lobe of the brain that's involved with rational thinking isn't fully developed till 26. So, you know. <laughs> that's a good one, George. You know, I'll never forget the um, once. Um, I guess I was about maybe eleven, and me and my dad were in a truck going to the store, and we were riding up. Got to the highway, getting ready to turn on the highway. We stopped waiting for cars to pass by, and all of a sudden, this big white ass came out of a window, and they were blowing the horn. And I didn't know what the heck was going on, you know what I mean? And my dad said, they just mooned us. And I'm yeah. like, wow. I still remember that to well, this day. And I'm like, wow, what the heck was that, Dad? He said, they just mooned us. Yeah, you know, they're still saying that was what, was that back in the And hey, and, and George, that would have to be like here. 1974. Oh, yeah, with you, yeah. You know yeah. And I'm saying, like, and, and, I, and I was at UN before you were in the 70s, and I heard stuff that, well, I won't even repeat, I mean, stuff that went on the 60s and the 70s. Yeah. I mean, something today is child's play. They just didn't, you didn't have the media coverage and the social media. No one was paying attention. So it right. was, I mean, you can even go back, well, from a football standpoint, right before, I, late 60s, early 70s, before I got there, used to have the uh, mandatory voluntary toughening PE class, they called it. And some places, like Florida State, uh, it was a, a 20-foot room padding the four-foot chicken wire above the floor and a stick in the middle, you know, kind of like Thunderdome. Two men enter, one man leaves, or you had to go beat on each other until you drew blood. That went on routinely at the colleges. Can you imagine that today? No, I could never imagine that. Yeah. Yeah, could never imagine it. You know? Yeah. There was no limit on practice time. They could keep you out as long as they wanted. Uh, You know, know, back in those days, I remember when I was in high school, broke my ankle and... uh, Remember the coach saying, you know, broken bone? You got a broken bone? You a doctor? How do you know you got a broken bone? You sticking out? I don't think you sticking out. Jog it off. Jog it around the field. Found out that night my leg swelled up. Oh, my ankle's broken. Yeah. Wow. Wow. The, the yeah. Would, uh, yeah. Through the, you know, the losses and everything else. So yeah. Sometimes yeah. I think the stuff that you hear about is, you know, I can say compared to what it was, it all like it's just levels of, Degrees of what's tolerated, not tolerated anymore. Yeah, it, and and what's tolerated now is is unbelievable 
compared to the way things were. You know, I mean, we live in an era now that you literally cannot do anything without being seen or, or without, being, um, without being on somebody's uh, video camera. You know what I mean? Yep. That's from taking a leak on the side of a building to, um, to hitting the sign and think you're going to get away with it and leave. You know, I mean, th- we, have, we, we literally have video observation of almost everything that you're doing nowadays. You know, and I, you, know you hear these stories about people that have smart TVs. They can, someone can see you watching TV. I don't know how true this stuff is, but I, I, I really know well, that you have to be aware that it's a lot of people watching you nowadays. I think, I think almost today's uh, celebrity or professional athlete that's in the, you know, that everyone knows that's in the spotlight, you almost have to live a life like, uh, like if you some famous rock stars or musicians, like Elvis Presley, you know, they had to go out at night and rent the bowling alley and sleep during the day. Yeah. So they wouldn't be mobbed. Now they want to take the left and right. I think sometimes with all the technology, Albert Einstein said it best, he said he feared one day technology would replace human interaction and the world would have produced a generation of idiots. And again, I that frontal lobe thing under the age of 26, I don't yeah. know about you, but every time I got to call the company to get a service done or, you know, some computer glitch or something, you know, I don't know, if, but I have to always slow the conversation down. And I think it's <laughs> part of that trophy generation, right? Exactly. Exactly. You, show up. you don't have to compete. You know, suddenly they get in the real world, and it's like my social feelings are being hurt. You know, my boss isn't being nice to me. You know, where's my trophy for showing up? <laughs> yeah, and but but you know, this kid uh, Tay Mason from former Auburn running back, LA Rams running back now. He was mm-hmm. in Fort Lauderdale. I'm sure he's down there for spring break because he's only been in the NFL for maybe two years. He's probably down there with his, some of his friends from college or somewhere in a nice fancy car going 75 and a 35, got weed in his car, get pulled over, don't want to get out of his car, gets tased. You know, these kind of things, these kind of decisions, have they're going to affect his, his life from this point on. Not just from that day, from that day forward, this is going to affect yeah. him. And and I guess just, I don't understand how these kids don't see that the lower your profile is, the better off you're going to be. The less expensive yeah. car you have, the less people are going to be paying attention to you. And if, especially yeah, if you're going to like be riding dirty, fishing. dummy. Don't ride. Yeah. Don't don't ride fast. You know. Come on. Help yourself out like, a little bit. Like you're saying, Daryl, you go out with a, you're throwing a lot of bling, you're in a fancy car, throwing money around, you're going to attract people. It's old saying, too, you know, when you're, out in the, when you're out fishing in a boat, don't chum the water if you don't want fish to come around the boat. Because you exactly. may get some sharks and barracudas you don't want. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's exactly what happens to a lot I of people. a limo. Know. You know, you got the money, but get a limo. Yeah, get a limo. Ride around, you know, spend a couple hundred dollars, get a limo, five hundred dollars, and ride around all day long in Fort Lauderdale, please. But again, it gets back to that frontal lobe thing. Till age twenty-six, but people can't think straight. I agree, George. Hey, George, I I want you to hold through the break. We're going to talk a little bit more. Hey, guys, this is Sports Info. You am on the Voice America Radio. We'll be back after these messages.
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, guys, we got George, George Hallis former strength and conditioning assistant coach, University of Miami, former player at the University of Miami. Call in and check in on us at Sports Info UM. George, thanks for calling, man. We appreciate you all the time. You know, George, we were just having a little conversation um, off the air about how important it is for, um, for a man to have a man in his life. And you were talking about how in a lot of cases um, coaches were a big part of of a, a young man's life in a lot of cases. And, and that, that is so true. And that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. sports is so very important. And for us to make it across the board available for as many people that want to participate. Oh, no question. No question. Yeah. Right. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, we say things like that and, and we talk about the world that we live in and the society that we live in and the pedophiles that we have now. It's 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 almost inc- it's it's hard for people to have leagues and things well, now because now you got to have a background check and an FBI background yeah. check on the coaches and the administrators and us. It's uh, what does it stop, oh, yeah. George? Well, that's the thing. If you, you if you want to destroy a country, you destroy the nuclear family unit. Once you do that, then society breaks down. If a country has strong families, you have strong society. Yeah. And everything else follows positive. But if you don't, it goes the other way. You know? 
I, I would agree. Yeah, you know, we have a lot of lot of situations where, um, you know, we pay attention to athletes because we put them on pedestals. Um, you know, we, I just saw the other day that um, Johnny Manziel, um, him and Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon is his teammate who's been suspended for the last two years in the NFL. Um, they're they're out together at UFC 196 or whatever it is. I, I, I look at this as like, you know, why would Josh Gordon, who's trying to come back to the league this year with the new coach, Hugh Jackson, and they've already told Johnny Manziel he's not coming back next year. Why would he even want to be associated with this guy? Why, why would he, he hanging even out wanna... on the sinking ship? Yeah. It's already been sunk. Yeah. yeah. It's already been sunk. You know, I mean, you know, we talk about decision-making, it, it doesn't seem like it would take a genius to say, hey, I don't need to be around that guy. The, the, the organization I'm trying to come back to has already made it clear they don't even like him. They don't want him around. I, 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 yeah, I don't it, understand it. It, it. it gets back. There's got to be somebody in your life, some authoritative figure that you grew up, that you respect, and you respect their opinion, and that you can listen to what they have to say, and he's going to put a game plan out for you so you don't do stupid things like that. Yep. <laughs> and if not, then it's, you know, hey, look, it's like a wolf pack, right? Yeah. Wolf pack, there's an alpha wolf, and when the other ones get out of line, he lets them know, you know, we're going to work yeah. as a team. I'm going to give you direction, because if we don't, we're not going to have a successful hunt, and we're not going to eat, and we're going to starve. You're right. So they all get in line. you got to have that order. Yeah. you don't have that order, then, uh, you know, you don't have teamwork, you don't have society. Everything's down. And you can see that everywhere. You, you know, this kid, everywhere. Johnny Manziel, his dad came out uh, over a month ago and said that um, he's not sure if Johnny Manziel is going to see his 24th birthday. You know, um, I, right. I, I think when someone like, like your father comes out and says something like that about you, I think society needs to take needs to pay attention to this because all we see is this kid from one place to another Drinking and hanging out and partying, and, it's, and maybe it's because of the the, um, the the techno society that we live in that every move that he well, makes, someone's making a big deal out of it. But yeah, every time we see him, he's drinking too, though. Whereas in the past, you know, uh, you say you didn't have you didn't have the social media. But I think we've got to get back to, you know, we we teach the kids, teach the kids. Well, you know what. There is no God. You evolved from pond scum. And when you go to sleep, that's it. And you don't have to respect your teachers. You don't have to respect your parents. You don't have to respect authority. So, hey, that sounds like good. I don't have to worry about any consequence for my actions in this life or the next. So, whoo-hoo, eat, drink, and be merry. He or she who has the most toys when they die wins. And we've gotten away from that. I mean, I grew up in a, you know, different era. You know, there was a, you're in the classroom, you're talking before class, that teacher walked in the room, boom. Everybody was quiet. They sat down. If there was an authoritative figure who came across, it was just very no, sir. It was instant respect. Uh, but I think we just, it, it, everyone sort of taught, you don't, have to, you don't have to respect anybody or anything. And if you don't believe in something after this life, then, hey, why do good? Why do good? I'm not going to be punished. If there's no consequences for my actions, then it's like that wolf pack without a leader. They just yeah. go do their own thing. You're right. And this is the same reason we find that um, many of these athletes that we see 
make millions, millions, 81 million, 100 million dollars, and not long after they finish their career as an athlete, they're broke. You know, and, and yeah. some of them have come right from our program, right from the University of Miami. You know, yeah, these guys I think have sometimes made. It, I, I think that, like you, you saw in that special, they had broke. Uh, remember Leon yeah. Thursey said, you know, his, his relative knew payday before he did. You know, Bernie <laughs> talked about, you know, it, it, yeah. that uh, even Jimmy the Greek, let's go from the uh, sports side to the other side. Jimmy the Greek, his dad borrowed so much money for him, he, he stopped becoming dad. Yeah. He just became somebody else. Right. Then there's that guilt they can throw on you. So sometimes I don't think necessarily all the athletes' fault. I think probably a lot of it is his friends. You don't want you don't want to show. Well, I don't, I'm not stuck up now. I'm, you know, I'm still loyal to my old friends and my family. And and uh, but I've always I forget who was it who said the first thing you do if you hit the lotto make a national announcement. I'm not lending anyone any money. <laughs> the people that need it, they're not going to come to you with their hand out. You'll no, know who they are. You know, those are right. the ones you want. You want to help and stuff. But yeah. uh, I always remember uh, it was Rosenhaus and one of my clients that I trained. He worked at an internship with his dad. This a few years ago, but I think they, they used to set it up and to where um, you know we're going to give you so much to live on. We're going to lock, pay, take several signatures to get it out, get a game plan, live on this amount. How much you have to take to put away if you you know if you play two years. You're going to have to save this much to live on for the next 20. If you play three years, it's going to be this much. Right. And adjust it and get it out of their hands. Get it out of their hands. You know, we can only only hope that these guys are becoming that smart, George, to make those kind of decisions. Because like like you just said, it's not usually them that's making the final, making all the decisions. A lot of times uh, it's family members. You know, it was a kid. It was a kid from uh, Florida State. No, no, from UM. Um, I think Buchanan uh, came out and said his mom asking for a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Your mother. Yeah, he do. Yes. Yeah, he, and he. I think he wrote a book about uh, his family was his biggest enemy. Um, yeah, yeah. So, hey, so and, and a lot of times, I, I think is that kind of the untold story. That it's not necessarily the athlete goes starts blowing money left and right. Some do. But they start getting hit up by the family members, just like you didn't throw yeah. the guilt trip on them. Yeah. Well, hey, George, you know, we got to let you go. Um, All right. Good talking to you, We got to let you go. But, um, hey, please give us a call. We're here every Monday night, 8, 9 o'clock. Okay. We'll do. Sports Info UM. And check us out on voiceamerica.com. Will do. All right. Hey, All right. thanks, George. Take care. Always. Bye. Yeah, we had George Hallis calling us from Miami, Florida. George is a great guy. Uh, he's a personal trainer down in South Florida. Uh, he's a personal trainer to the stars. He don't like to say it, but he's really a personal trainer to the stars. Hey, guys, um, over the weekend, not over, yeah, over the weekend, um, the Lakers lost to the Warriors. Is, is this unbelievable? The Lakers, the worst team in the league, Lost to the Warriors. That's 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 literally <laughs> that's literally unheard of. I mean, here we're talking about a team, a historical team. When we talk about um, about the Warriors, I mean, we're talking about this team in a, in a. We're talking about this team like they are the next coming of of, of Showtime, the Lakers Showtime. 
I mean, wow, the Lakers beat the Warriors. Yes, the Falcons coach at the Combine asked one of the players, are you gay? Do you like men? Wow. Where are we coming to? Is this one of is this is this one of the questions on on the test now? Is is this one of the questions that the NFL asks guys? Are you gay? Come on. Now the, the Falcons later apologized, but hey, ah, wow, what kind of trend are we setting here? And Rowdy White, the Falcons cut Rowdy White. He's been there a while. Rowdy White has been cut by the Falcons, and Rowdy White says the reason he was cut is Shanahan. Shanahan is the reason he was cut. Shanahan is the offense coordinator for this team. He says the reason they lost games last year is because Shanahan's mismanaging the offense. Now, um, Ryder, you're gone. Shanahan's still there. Let's see what happens this year. If what you say has any validity to it, this might be the last year for Shanahan, too, because now I, all eyes are on Shanahan. And, Rowdy, we know you're going to get a job somewhere. I see you down in Miami catching balls down there. Uh, yeah, I think you're going to have to work a little harder, but I see you in Miami catching balls, maybe even Tampa. Um, Rob Gronkowski has signed an extension. Now, Rob Gronkowski was scheduled to make, he is scheduled to make $6 million in 2016, $7 million in 2017, $11 million in 2018, and $12 million in 2019. I hope you fulfill that contract, Rob. I really do. And the Washington Redskins officially made it official that Robert Griffin is gone, and they saved $6.1 million by dumping him. Hey, Robert, we know you're going to wind up somewhere. We don't know exactly where, but somebody will be signing you. Um, somebody will be signing you. Uh, we don't, that, that's, I don't want to speculate because Dallas has already said they don't want you, but the Texans, they need a quarterback desperately, and there's still a lot of teams out there that, uh, that we know you can play for, and it's no doubt in my mind um, that you'll get your shot Um I, I see that without question. Guys, um, Brent Grimes is gone. We talked about this early in the show, but I want to talk about this a little bit more. You know, Vincent came on the show and said that uh, they dropped the charges against his wife when she was um, had an altercation with the police in the parking lot at the stadium. Um, she's had a couple of Twitter rants where she just bashed the team, talked bad about the quarterback. But you know, really sometimes, it, it's an old saying, it is best to be silent and thoughtful than to speak and remove all doubt. Just shut your mouth. Here's a man making, he was scheduled to make $6.5 million this year. And I really think, this guy's been a pro bowler three times. I think if he, if she had just really just kept her mouth on the low low, I think this man would have been able to collect his $6.5 million instead of going out trying to find a buyer for his $6.5 million. Now he has to go out and try and find someone. And, and, and he's probably not going to get the 6.5. He might get 5.5 uh, for one year. Or he might even sign a three-year uh, three deal 
that's probably going to pay him maybe five years, five mil a year, and maybe a five million up front, and maybe three mil um, per year. Um, I, hey, I'm wishing you well, Brent. Um, um, Brent um, I think it's time for you to tell your old lady, though, hey, it's time to tone it down a bit because this is a business, and um, whether whether we she knows it or not, some of the things that we say and do reflect us, um, reflect, it reflect us outward. You know, that's not maybe who you are inward, but because she's throwing all of this stuff on the outer appearance, it makes you look not so good. So, man, let's get a grip on that. Hey, guys, but um, before we let you go, and we got to get out of here. Johnny Manziel, get yourself together, man. Get yourself together, Johnny. Settle down. Vaughn Miller says he's working out with Johnny Manziel. Says um, he's working out with him. They're teammates from college. They were good friends when they were in college, and they're still good friends to this day. Uh, he said Johnny has his back, and he know, and Johnny knows that he has his back. Um, Vaughn, you're expecting a big contract coming up soon. Johnny is super rich without football. Don't let him cause you to lose something that you could be earning next year. Don't get caught up with Johnny and the limo and this craziness, man. I mean, hey, watch yourself, Vaughn. You know, hey, there's an old saying. Well, lay with dogs, you'll get fleas. Be careful. Be careful out there, Vaughn. Vaughn Miller, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because messing with Johnny might be bad for your health. Hey, guys, you've been listening to Sports FOU. I'm on the Voice America Radio. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.